재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, smoking, as most people now know, uh, poses significant risks for various lung diseases, including cancer. But some heavy smokers have managed to maintain healthy lungs, while we have seen instances of people who have never smoked a cigarette in their lives uh, get lung cancer. Well, recently, a group of UK researchers have found a link between lung disease risk and smoking behavior. And according to this research, genetic differences do play a role in increasing the risk of developing lung disease. So to find out more about these findings, we're joined by one of the lead researchers, Martin Tobin, the professor of genetic epidemiology at the Public Health of the University of Leicester on the line. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this study shows there is a link between lung health and smoking. Does this mean that smokers with, I guess, so-called good genes have a lower risk of lung disease than non-smokers with bad genes? Um, uh, we do know that uh, among smokers, uh, there are some individuals who are particularly susceptible to developing lung disease and might develop lung disease at a very young age, um, yet there are some smokers who appear to have smoked for many years but haven't yet developed uh, lung disease. Um, what we have shown is that although smokers, uh, some smokers are relatively protected compared with other smokers, When their lungs are actually, their lung health is measured in some detail, we can show that whilst they're comparatively healthy Mm. compared to other smokers, they are actually, uh, they actually have lung health that is much worse than if they were a non-smoker. And comparing those two groups that you just mentioned, if uh, there is somebody with a high genetic risk profile who is a non-smoker, they are still at lower risk than somebody who smokes with a low genetic risk profile. Uh, So there isn't much reassurance that uh, smokers can take away from from this study to say it's okay to carry on smoking. Um, Quitting smoking would still be the best thing that they can do for their health. Right. So, I mean, if you have the good genes and you're listening and you're a smoker, it's definitely not something that is uh, an endorsement to continue uh, that habit. it is fascinating. How did you and your colleagues uh, come to uh, study this correlation between lung disease and smoking behavior? Um, well, we uh, we know that uh, a disease that many smokers develop uh, after years of smoking, um, which is called chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, um, it encompass, encompasses the diseases sometimes called emphysema or chronic bronchitis, We know that this affects a lot of people, um, and in particular in South Korea affects um, a a high proportion of of men as they enter uh, middle and older age if they've smoked for many years. We'd like to be able to better prevent and treat um, this disease that we call COPD because Mm. it causes a lot of disability and it causes a lot of premature death. there are two key ways that we can prevent it. One is by um, uh, improving smoking cessation um, and, and obviously measures to 
help prevent uptake of smoking. Uh, the other is by improving um, treatment for this disease, uh, COPD. Um, we were able to get clues to inform both smoking um, cessation treatments of the future and also potentially treatments of the future for COPD by uh, this particular study design. So in our design, in, in, undertaken in the large study in the UK called UK Biobank, we studied individuals who were very heavy smokers, people who'd never smoked, and we were able to contrast those two groups to discover determinants of smoking behaviour. So we now know many more of the genetic determinants of smoking behaviour, and some of those could be useful to give us clues to develop new treatments for smoking cessation. We were also able to contrast individuals who had unusually good lung function uh, uh, with individuals who had unusually bad lung function. Mm. Um, and to do that separately, both in the other smokers and in the heavy smokers group. So whilst there aren't many people who smoke heavily who have relatively good lung function, um, those can be a very useful group to study to give us clues about the genetic determinants of smoking behaviour. And as I said, all, although they have really unusually good lung function for smokers, uh, those individuals still don't have lungs that are as healthy as they would have been had they not smoked in the first place. Right, and there would never be a moral dilemma, right, uh, Professor, where you might have, let's say, if there is some kind of diagnostic uh, task that can sort of uh, gauge that level of uh, lung health or how good your genes are, that uh, they can take that study or take that test and say, look, I I feel like my odds are pretty good, so I'm just going to go ahead and uh, continue with the smoking habit. Uh, that that shouldn't be a concern, right? It shouldn't be a concern, um, because even if we could give a certain degree of reassurance um, that somebody had a relatively um, low-risk set of genetic variants in terms of developing lung disease, um, firstly, they can improve their lung health uh, if they uh, quit smoking, but also, of course, smoking contributes uh, quite markedly to increased risk of a whole range of different cancers, right. to uh, developing heart disease, risk of strokes, and so on. So, the, so there's such a wide range of health benefits from quitting smoking um, that, that that's still something that, that, that would be the most important thing smokers can do really to 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 improve their health in the future you mentioned how uh, korean um, smokers or just the population is susceptible to uh, these kind of lung diseases what do you hope then that uh, for for our korean listeners who are looking into your research can take away from it well um first of all um there are already some very well-established um, treatments to help people to quit smoking. Um, so those include um, non-drug treatments, such as receiving appropriate support and counselling. Um, there are also three main classes of medicine that can be taken to help um, with smoking cessation. Uh, and um, being your healthcare professional or doctor um, to receive advice about those can be helpful. What we hope is that this research will also help improve our chances of making those 
making new medicines which might be even more effective mm. in helping with smoking cessation because a lot of people, even with appropriate support, find it very hard to quit at the moment. Right. The benefits of quitting um, do mean it's worthwhile persisting, even though we know it's a really tricky thing to do, to, to, to quit smoking. Um, so there are things that people can do already. Um, we um, feel that the main benefits of this research is going to be in terms of developing the new treatments of the future rather than the risk prediction aspect, um, simply because, as, as I've mentioned, um, there are such obvious benefits to quitting smoking that, that we wouldn't want anybody to take false reassurance um, from the kind of risk modelling that we could do with these variants. Um, it may be that we can predict that there are certain individuals who would be at really high risk mm. of developing lung disease if they took up smoking. Right. That's something that's not been researched in great detail uh, at, at this stage. Um, but again, I think the, the, some of the population measures and some of the measures we can take as individuals to avoid the health consequences of smoking are, are, are fairly obvious. We're going to have to leave it there, but Professor Tobin, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. That was Professor Martin Tobin from the University of Leicester. Soul City News up next.